The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there in the jump seat today, wearing her Dave Campbell's Texas Football hoodie, right? Yeah, look at look it. Look at that. Stand up a little bit. You can see it. It says football. It's Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley. And it's green. Yeah. It's green for the mean green, not green for pickle. Uh, it could go either way. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Porque no la dos. It could go that should either be, way. That should be actually on the website, the pickle collection. Ooh. Hey, I like that. <laughs> pickle collection. <laughs> I'm could, into that. We could do that. Uh, it's comfy. It's really comfy, actually. I was going to come up with a name for you mm-hmm. based on the Miles Garrett thing, but that seems in poor taste. So I will just say, here's Ishmael Johnson. I, Hi, Ishmael I Johnson. know where you're going with that. It's like, so. I don't... <laughs> mm, yeah. I was imagining what you were saying, and I was like, yeah, okay. There's, yeah. No, <laughs> there's no good There's no good joke no about it. There's no... We're just going to... Mm, bad look. Mm. He got... So if you didn't know, Miles Garrett got suspended today for the remainder of the... The remainder of this season, regular and, and postseason. postseason. Um, which seems like, yeah, mm. probably, yeah, yeah, probably, probably yeah. what they need to do. Right. They can't, they can't have people swinging helmets at people. <laughs> that is a nope. bad idea. Yep. If we start, if we start doing that, it's going to get bad. So in any case, uh, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. That's what I was looking at. Um, let me get back up to it. Nicholas Morton, Phil Vaney, John Vio, and Matthew McSpadden, who, by the way, commented four. And he was in the fourth spot. Ooh. He was on top of it. Beautiful. Uh, someone, though, who was it? I'm going to call him out. Oh, yeah. Daniel Agnew commented first, like, eight spots eight, down. buddy. We'll get there, Daniel. Today is Friday, November fifteenth, two 2019. <laughs> 13 days until Thanksgiving. Final stretch. Episode 859. 859, the number of plate appearances for Danny O'Connell in his illustrious Washington Senator's career back in the 60s. On today's show, it's Mailbag Friday. Uh, we got a couple other things to get to, but it's Mailback Friday. Ask your questions in face on Facebook about uh, high school football. Which College. side of the comments are it? Col- Which side of the comments? College football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance. It's this side. Yes! Woo! Success! Uh, we did it. This side. Directions. Over here. Ask questions over wow. here. I will eventually <laughs> get this right. Um, so high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all that fun stuff. We'll answer your questions. I freely recognize it's probably going to be a lot of high school football. That's fine. We can go until 1245, uh, and then I have to go, and my planet needs me. So we will get into all of that. We'll get to your questions. But first, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bulls, proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon, TexasFootball.com announces 10 candidates for that week's award. Based on the previous week's on-field performance, we then leave it up to you. Voting at TexasFootball.com closes each Friday at noon. I actually closed it at noon today. Wow. And you got the The comments right? The winner being announced shortly thereafter. I'm on a heater. (laughs) 
Your week 11 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is. Cuero quarterback JT Notaro threw for 284 yards, or ran for 284 yards, and four touchdowns, and threw for another 26 yards. Cuero Army getting out the vote. Congratulations to all the nominees. Amarillo Tescosa quarterback, uh, Joseph Plunk, Round Rock Westwood quarterback, RJ Martinez, Hamlin running back, defensive back, Javon Williams, Temple running back, Anthony Jackson, Flower Mount Marcus quarterback, Garrett Nussmeyer, Comfort running back, Zach Velo, McAll Memorial running back, Trevor, or Campbell Spates, I have that wrong, it's his brother, uh, Campbell Spates, Winthorpe's quarterback, Cy Belcher, and Burleson running back, Caleb Lewis, but a very special congratulations to the Week 11 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, Cuero quarterback, J.D. Nataro, very well-deserved young man. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Uh, each week, the TexasFootball.com staff gets together and nominates four deserving assistant coaches across the, w- across the state for the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll. We all It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. Your Week 11 Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week is... San Antonio Brennan Defensive Coordinator Matthew Arafat. The Bears bookended their... Regular season with shutouts, holding San Antonio Holmes to just 86 yards of total offense and a 35-0 romp. Congratulations to all the nominees, Vanderbilt Industrial Defensive Coordinator Craig Nairn, Fort Worth Castleberry Offensive Coordinator Zach Taylor, and Lubbock Monterey Offensive Coordinator Taylor Kane. but a very special congratulations to the Week 11 Dairy Max, built by Chocolate Milk, Assistant Coach of the Week, San Antonio Brennan Defensive Coordinator Matthew Arafat. Very well deserved. They got a win last night, by the way. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com, your home for the 2019 Texas High School Football Playoffs. I mean that. we got all sorts of crazy stuff on the site. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Please consider becoming an insider. I won't beat you down with it. TexasFootball.com slash insider. If it's something that sounds good to you, yeah, then TexasFootball.com. So. Um... Hold on a second. I have to reply to a text. All right. It's Mailbag Friday. Ask your questions over here on hey, Facebook. Hey, twice in a row. Ask your questions over. You deserve over, a gold star. Over here. Now I'm going to start showing off. <laughs> <laughs> like, Figuring it out. Like flexing, doing it. Well, I don't even know uh, which side mine would be on. Now. Oh! <laughs> not so easy, is I'm it, ba- Pickle? Yeah, I'm backwards, though. Like So am I! Yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah, we're facing each other, so it's gonna be. Oh. I'm oh. waiting to see when I pop up on this. See, <laughs> I told you. You're waiting to see when you pop up on Facebook. So, <laughs> yeah, I was waiting uh, for the uh, feed to uh, get to me. Ask your questions <laughs> over here on uh, on Facebook about high school ball, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all that fun stuff. We'll go till 12:45 answering your questions. Couple things from last night. First of all. Ishmael Johnson, you were at a football game last night. I was at a football game last night. There was, there was, there was football. Those points. Points. Many points. Uh, points. Yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> me, uh, Step, and Powers actually were at Lancaster uh, versus the Colony. Um, and yeah, for a while, I wasn't that impressed with Lancaster. I was really worried. Because mm-hmm. uh, they, granted, the Colony's good. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think the Colony, if you're, if you're Coach Gilbert, like, the Colony is that perfect by district opponent where it's like they're not somebody you're going to roll, mm-hmm. um, they're somebody you should beat. But it's somebody that you're going to get a test. It's a decent test for what the playoffs are going to be, right? A good opening round. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lancaster really struggled to 
take care of the ball. They really struggled to put things away until very late. Like, the, finally they did, and they was like, okay, this is the Lancaster defensive line that I expected to see. Their front seven was really good. The Colony really struggled to move the ball on them all game, but offensively I was really concerned about what Lancaster was doing. Granted, the Colony has a great defensive line as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were so many opportunities. I remember Step uh, noticeably saying, like, okay, here's where they put the game away, or here's where they could put the game away, and they didn't. You know, then it would be like a three and out or, you know, a turnover or something. It's like, ah, I don't know if I could see this team going at Highland Park. You know, yeah. it's like for for moments of the game, there was that question in my mind. And then finally, they did, right? Offensively, okay, they put the game away. It's like, all right, now they have the playmakers. I could see. Trey Bradford got Right, exactly. Out. Like, um, I forgot the final stats in that game, but. I was like, okay, here's the Lancaster that Step has, I believe, winning. I don't know if he has winning state or definitely coming out of that region. Um, uh, he has him winning the region. Winning yeah. the region, definitely. So, like, okay, definitely that was the team. Because I saw him against Timberview, and it was kind of the same way, where I was like, uh, this Timberview is hanging around. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This this is a team that I really trust coming out of that region. But the way things ended, okay, finally. The def- defense impressed all night. Like, I have mm-hmm. no quarrels with that defense. Um, that offense, though, is just really – I don't know if they match up against a Highland Park again, mm-hmm. if we're going to see something um, – if we're going to see – if they're going to be able to hang ten, hang yeah. with that Highland Park offense. So. Um, other action from last night. Yeah. Um, I'll just go 6A all the way down. San Antonio Brennan got a win over San Antonio Roosevelt. That was an 8-2 and two against a 9-1. and one. Um, and, and, you know, Brennan, we talked about on the show yesterday, a little bit more of the name brand down there in San Antonio, and their defense sh- stood up. Uh, big game last night was Katie Tompkins, four-pin Travis. Katie oh, Tompkins man, wins yeah. uh, 35-28. Four-pin Travis ends with the dreaded 10-1. and one. Um, That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm God, sorry. That sucks. That just sucks. You go 10-1. and one. But that game was 35-21 late. And then Travis scored to make it a really interesting, but then uh, Tom can tell them off. Jalen Milrow made some big plays. They are through to the next round of the 6A Division One bracket. Midland Lee um, pulled away from El Paso Montwood kind of the second quarter and never really looked back. Uh, elsewhere, uh, speaking of Tamberview, Frisco mm-hmm. Independence takes down Mansfield Tamberview, 43-20. Good win for Independence, and I think that is, you know, that was one of those games that uh, I think was going to be a, um, that was going to be one of those referendums on those districts. Mansfield Timberview gave a lot of teams in that Lancaster district a lot of trouble, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so for Frisco Independence, you know, we were kind of wondering, okay, how good is Lone Star, right? Uh, what's this district? You know, remember they beat the tar out of Frisco Independence. Mm-hmm. Frisco Independence now through to the area round. Uh, Corpus Christi Miller got a big time scare from Brownsville. Pace. Oh my gosh! They were out fourteen nothing in this one. Ended up coming back and winning twenty eight twenty one. It was twenty one twenty one for the longest time. Yeah, too. the cardiac bucks yeah. continue. It's- uh, but they are through to the next round. Uh, let's see. New Deal was also New Deal and Amarillo Highland Park was really close for a while. Yes, New Deal pulled away finally. But yeah. so there were a couple of score lines. First of all, South Oak Cliff pulls away from Midlothian and wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manville's a winner. Canateo beats El Paso Andrus. Uh, I'm kind of running through on TexasFootball.com/scores. Uh, Argyle. I'm still a little concerned about that defense, but they 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 take care of business. <clears throat> um, elsewhere, do 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 do. Let's see. Skip skip skip. Um. Wego Conley beat Canton forty two twenty one. I think that I think that was more of a late game, yeah late points from. Um, That's the thing is I want to know how these games up. played out. Yeah. Sunnyvale was up five nothing at halftime on Pittsburgh. That was that was an elevener for a while. Pittsburgh had six. yes, it was an elevener. That was an elevener. <laughs> that was an elevener for a minute. Uh, but Sunnyvale ends up pulling away twenty five thirteen and kind of getting the ta- the bad taste out of their mouth from losing in the first round of the playoffs last week last year. 
Um, elsewhere, Lamarck and Lagrange played a great game. Lagrange pulled out a twelve-seven win. Elsewhere, bu- 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 okay, Brock, that was impressive. They beat Clyde twenty-four mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, I still don't know if that offense has enough firepower to get out of that region, but impressive stuff. A lot of favorites held serve. If you're talking about an upset, Whitesboro over Eastland is an upset. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really, really nice win for Whitesboro. 30-21 over Eastland. Uh, talk about a stumble of a finish there for Eastland. Disappointing finish there for them. Um, Jefferson takes care of West Rusk 36-13. That's kind of what I wanted to see. That was a dominant effort from Jefferson. I don't see them get get back on track. Um uh, Franklin beat Orangefield. That's a bit of an upset from a record perspective, but I don't know from a from the other perspective. Okay, here's a weird scoreline, and I want to get some more details. Mm-hmm. Newton 52, New Diana 42. What's Newton doing giving up 42 points? New yeah. Diana's a decent yeah. team, mm-hmm. but what are they doing? I don't know the context behind that, but yeah. that is a scoreline that makes me go, hmm? Now, granted, I haven't seen Newton this year, and so I don't know if this incarnation is, is capable of... I want to say capable, because they're... Certainly capable. They're capable, yeah. yeah, of doing anything in that classification. But as far as, like, if they get in a shootout, mm-hmm. like, if they you know if they meet up with Canadian again mm-hmm. in the state championship, like, can they score 50-40 with Canadian? I don't, I mean... Like, that's not the game they want to play. That's I think not the, yeah, I, mean, I that's haven't the seen them this year, def- so I just don't yeah. know if that... I don't I w- know. Yeah, that that strikes me as something weird had to happen. Yeah. If they're giving up... If, if that's a... 42 to New Diana, that's... Weird. Yeah. Um... Harmony and White Wright played a banger. 52-47, Harmony pulls out a late win. Uh, Cisco gets uh, a revenge tour win over uh, Spearman, 41-17. Remember, that was the, that was the four seed that knocked out the one seed last year. Mm-hmm. Um, down in 2A, Price Carlisle edged Jewett Leon and very nearly coughed it up. Crawford and Bosky, though, I know, was pretty close for a while. That Crawford game was close for a minute. Away. You know, I talked with Delbert Kelman. He told me we. He, I talked with him on Thursday night, and he's or I'm sorry, Wednesday night. And he said, you know, we got to play. We got to play well. Like Bosqueville's not a pushover. Mm-hmm. Um, Collinsville with the upset of the night, 15-14 over Wolf City. Uh, that is a great win for them. New Deal, you're right. Kind of struggled a little bit with Amarillo Highland Park, but ended up pulling away. Um, post looked good. Since I gave up 20 points. Yeah. Which oh, for everyone else, so. what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with what's wrong with the, the armadillos? I, I don't know. I'm curious. Um, Chilton up. Chilton beat Burton. Twenty eight twenty one. Good win for Chilton. Uh, Wheeler got a scare from Archer City. Fifty four forty seven. But Wheeler pulls out the win. That was kind of the story of the night. Is that a lot of games that were like closer than you would have thought, but in the end, not a ton of like straight up upsets. Uh, Mart hung eighty one on yeah. West Harden. So there's that. Uh, Derek Del Rio said. Going back real fast to Newton's game, apparently the fog was unbelievable at that game. Really? Fog game. Ooh, if anybody has photos yeah. of that, I'll yeah. see. I'm yeah. Uh, and then it was a huge, huge night in six-man football last night. Oh, wait, no, just look up. Uh, yeah, I just Googled it right now. Or I just looked it up on Twitter. That's that's some bad oh, fog. Oh, okay. That's some All right. Bad I'm willing fog. to give him a little bit of a mulligan then. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if um, you can see from it here. It was a but. huge oh, night. Oh, wow. How do you even see the ball in that? Yeah. <laughs> it was a huge night in six-man football. Balmeray got a big win over Garden City, 52-28. That's a, that's a two over a one as far as district champion is concerned. Jonesboro, in a late squeaker, beats Lakey 40-36 in a game that they kicked a field goal. I tweeted this. If you tweet me a video of a six-man field goal, I, I not extra point, a field goal. Those are four points. If you tick, if you send me a photo or a video of a six-man field goal, I will retweet it. Plain and simple. Um, they got to win. Avalon beat uh, Leverett's Chapel. Borden County looked the part against Morton. Uh, Gordon took down Fannindale and Jayton, who's the favorite in 1A Division Two, made short work of Woodson. All the scores at TexasFootball.com slash scores. All right, it's Mailback Friday. Let's get to questions. We've got 26 minutes of questions. What do we got, Miss Pickle? 
just to clarify first, we talked about the hoodie earlier, the Dave Campbell's hoodie. Those are up on the website, correct? Correct. You can yeah. order them. So, uh, okay. I'm trying to find the link. Yes. Uh, yeah, we have a, it's <laughs> like a team be. IP thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's on thing, our it's, uh, Twitter and stuff like that. So anyway, yes, for anybody who has been commenting on that, Texas they are com, up. TexasFootball.com slash score, store, no, it takes you to the magazine. No. Where's the, oh, we should probably get a link to that. Well, there, there are definitely ads on the right side. I hate to say that, but click an ad. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So just for anybody uh, who... I think it's texasfootball.teamip.com. Or, uh, yeah, teamip.com. So it's texasfootball.teamip.com is where you can get those football, that football swag. Mm-hmm. And, and that they have, Dave Campbell yeah, on the Yeah, it's got a... Uh, Dave, I'm not Go ahead, do around, it. Do it. It's got a Dave Campbell. For the brand. Uh, oh, patch on the back there. Right there. So, yeah, no, anyone who says that we don't have any swag, go... Go and get go it. Go buy our swag. Um, all right. So, wanted to get that out of the way. Um, let's see. Would you consider Willow Ridge beating Crosby tonight an upset? That's from Sean. Um, I don't know. It kind of depends on what you think of Crosby, right? Like, Willow Ridge... Willow Ridge is a good team and a team that we had kind of slated as a, uh, as a sleeper to start the year. Um, from a record perspective... It would be an upset, or it wouldn't be an upset. Willow Ridge seven and three, Crosby's five and four, but Crosby's trending up. I think um, Willow Ridge kind of steady. The computers got Crosby by five. I think I might have taken Willow Ridge. I like their offense. I think the Willow Ridge offense has a chance to make some noise. The question is, can they can they can they get some stops? That's kind of the big question for me. I don't know if I would consider it upsets. Probably a little strong, um, but I would say. No, I think it's more of a coin flip type game. I think that's a really close game. That there's not there's the only thing that would, that would be surprising to me would be if there was a um, like a blowout one way or the other. Uh, the winner of that game will get the winner of Marshall and Huntsville. But that game's going on at Cougar Stadium in Crosby. Um, so keep an eye on that one. It's an interesting matchup. I think Crosby being at home maybe gives them a slight edge, but it wouldn't be a surprise at all. I think if Willow Ridge won that game. What's next, Ashley? All right, up next, let's see. Uh, Shelly asked, how do you all feel about Lampasas and Brazos Port tonight? I think Lampasas all the way. Um, so we are both Lampasas stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, both, we're both in on Lampasas. I think we – did we both pick them to win the region? No, yes, I think – I did. Yeah, I think I took uh, George West. Mm-hmm. You've made too many so picks this week. Not, yeah, I have. You can't Is that the same? Do I, do I have that right? Um, I thought you picked I don't know. I don't think No, I guess – no, I picked Lampasas. I picked Lampasas. That's right. I do have Lampasas. Sorry. Uh, George West is in a different region um, or a different um, bracket. I'm sorry. I am extremely tired from this week. Um, so, yeah, I'm in on lane passes. Brazos Sports tricky. Brazos Sports a team that tricks you into playing their style of game, and that's what's gonna. That's kind of the thing here. But in the end, you go with the team with the individual best playmaker, and that's Ace Whitehead at lane passes. So, I yeah, I like lane passes in this one. Uh, that game is going down tonight at. Um, in Buda at Shelton Stadium uh, tonight. But, yeah, I, I like Ace Whitehead to, to lead them to a win. I like Lampasas in that one. Uh, and then they'd, they'd be a favorite, I think, next week. And then they'd probably run into Needville, and that would be fun as H asterisk CK. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for censoring that word. We were very concerned for the ears of our viewers. Listen, this is a family show. Um, let's see. Greg, is there a possibility for a Cisco versus Canadian matchup? Um, that was from Ryan Draper. Mm, yes. Question. Yeah, they would meet a regional semifinal. 
Um, Cisco's already a winner. Cisco and Canadian have both advanced. They both have their area matchup set up. Canadian will get Coahoma. Uh, Coahoma is pointsy. Yeah. Coahoma can score. So that's not... Canadian will be the favorite in that game, but that's not a, a pushover. Uh, and then Cisco gets Crane, and that's a tough game. That's going on at San Angelo Stadium on Friday. That was a Thursday. I would think about that drive. I'll think about that. San Angelo. It's Where? a Friday, though. Oh, yeah, it is. Problem. Oh, never mind. Please schedule an awesome Thursday game at an awesome place. Um, but Cisco's got Crane. Both those teams, both those are tricky. Uh, I would say that both of those teams will be favorites, but not overwhelming favorites. And so, yeah, then they'd meet in a regional semifinal. I would take Canadian in a, in a hypothetical head-to-head matchup. But, um, I mean, that's kind of the game we wanted last year. And Cisco, mm-hmm. and Cisco, you know, lost Spearman in the, op- in the opener. This is a really interesting matchup uh, that would come in a regional semifinal. Uh, I like both teams uh, to get there. I would like Canadian to beat them, kind of in 3A Division Two. Yeah. Canadian's my pick to win it all, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 3A Division Two. so yeah. Big time. What's next, Ashley? Um, Tex Andrews asked a game that intrigued me when I heard about it. Louisville versus Carroll tonight. Yes. I like that one. Sneaky. I like that one. Sneaky. Um, Carroll's your favorite. Mm -hmm. Understandably so. Don't doubt the fighting farmers. You can talk me into Louisville. Yeah. You can talk me into Louisville. It's going to be difficult. I think it'll be a good game, though. Uh, Here's the thing about Louisville. Louisville is boom or bust. Like especially on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. There are some times when that offense looks flat-out unstoppable. Flat-out unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And there are times when they just do not get off the bus. And if they can get that thing cranked up, they've got a shot. Their defense has been pretty good, but when they face high-powered offenses, uh, they've tended to scuffle a little bit. Uh, most notably when they played Garrett Nussmeyer and Marcus in, in the Battle Battle of the Axe in Week 11. Carroll's your favorite. This game's at Dragon Stadium. They need to be the favorite. I want to be extremely clear about that. But this is danger zone, okay? Mm-hmm. This is not... This is not the, the this is not a, a one in nine team walking into Dragon Stadium. This is a good Louisville team. So do not sleep on this game. I think this game could get interesting. Carol's your favorite, but this has this has some upset potential. I think. I think Louisville's dangerous. What's next, Ashley? Uh, Tony will be at Foster versus New Canny tonight. What are your yeah. thoughts on oh. that game? Yeah, uh, a, a game that if, if Foster wants to wake up anytime soon. Look, man. I mean, there is <laughs> if Foster wants to kick it in the high gear. That'd be it'd be a great time. So too. Richmond Foster, we've had a very odd relationship with Richmond Foster. We had them number three in the in the state. To I think start we the had year. them making state, or yeah, I think we had them making. We had them winning state. region. Winning. Win, do we have them winning state? No. In the magazine, because they are in, um, they're in five AD one. I think we had, uh, maybe we had Shadow Creek beating them. No, yeah, no, because we had them. I remember yeah. we had them making AT and T. So yeah, so we had them facing we were off really high on them uh, against against Denton Ryan. So yeah, we might have had them yeah, winning state. Maybe. I mean, crazy. Yeah. But any case. Uh, this is a team that we were really, really high on, and there's still no doubting the talent, man. Ryan Stubblefield, their quarterback, has been great. They've got receivers on the outside, Cody Jackson most notably. <clears throat> the issue for them has been, again, just inconsistency. Inconsistency that sometimes the offense won't show up. Sometimes the defense won't show up. 
like they have they have not been when they have been like able to put, when they have been able to put it all together yeah. like they did against Angleton and I know Angleton missed the playoffs that's still a good Angleton that's a really good fifth place team mm-hmm. when they've been able to put it all together they're still super talented I mean did they play Shadow didn't they play Shadow Creek closer than anybody this season twenty four seventeen that's closer than right yeah, that's closer than anybody else played them this season right they the 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 upside is still there. Mm-hmm. But now, now the problem is they farted around and finished fourth, and now they play Zion Childress and New Caney. Yeah, and that defense has got to be on its game tonight because Zion Childress will eat them alive if they don't if they don't play well. Uh, this game is super interesting and kind of unpredictable. Yeah, I would say that if you want to if you want to pick Foster, I think you're well within your rights to pick them. Mm-hmm. That could be a four over a one real easy because Foster's got the talent. They just got to put it all together. And maybe they're just waiting for the time to, to hit the Jets. And maybe this is the time. But we'll find out. Uh, big game. That's a huge game tonight. I'm really excited about that one. Um, so up next, two questions were asked back-to-back that I can answer both of those. Rob Hadaway asked, will I be at Dragon Stadium tonight? I will not. I will be at C.H. Collins in Denton. And then Charles Davenport asked, what first-year playoff teams could surprise? And it's Denton Braswell, in yeah. my opinion. And they're playing uh, Corsicana tonight. And, yeah, in four years in the program, this is their first time making it in. So... Uh, yeah, so another went another one, <laughs> another one, and please go read our upset alert on TexasFootball.com. Bridgeland, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bridgeland's got Vandegrift tonight. Vandegrift's First, offense has not impressed me at all this year. Offense, eh? Defense is great. Defense, defense is great. Fun, no yeah. doubt, no doubting the defense. But Bridgeland has got some dudes. They got some playmakers. Dylan Goffney is a game breaker. And do not forget that they are coached by David Raffield. David Raffield took a team to a state championship game in Sci Falls back in 2007. This is a an a, a, a veteran coach that is just taking over a new program. Mm-hmm. Just because you haven't heard of them, don't just automatically move Vandegrift in the next round. I think that that is that is there's some serious upset potential there for Bridgeland. Keep an eye on them. They're they're their first uh, playoff season. I'm gonna say uh, Weiss as well. Flugerville Weiss. Flugerville Weiss as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to look at their path exactly right now. But. Nearly nearly won that dang district. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They get Lockhart tonight. Uh, they have Sherryland Pioneer, which isn't a given. No. And uh, I'm assuming they beat uh, Sherryland beats Southside. Uh, yeah. They have a good. I mean, like I'm looking at their the, their side of the bracket in Region Four, like Bernie Champion. I mean, they'd and, run they'd Calhoun pro- in they'd, a semifinal. They'd probably run to Calhoun in a regional semi. Yeah. Right. And but until then, yeah. I mean, they could they go three rounds deep if they get past Lockhart tonight. Who's tricky? Yeah. But if they get past them at the Puffield. Yeah. Then uh, by the way, Weiss zero and ten last year, eight and yeah. two. How about that? They're one of the most improved teams in the state. Mm-hmm. What's next, Ashley? Uh, we'll break away from American football to talk a little football. Okay. Uh, Caleb Thomas, hey, Ish, thoughts on, I'm going to butcher this, Granite... Uh, oh, Xhaka. Yeah. Granite Xhaka. Uh, losing his, uh, his uh, captain position. Uh, yeah, at Arsenal, that's kind of big. If for, for those of you that don't know, and I'm assuming majority of people listening to this probably don't know, uh, Granite Xhaka was the Arsenal captain, um, and in their last... or. Th- Three matches ago, he was subbed off uh, in a game that was a draw or draw at the time, and he was walking off off the pitch. And in a game that was time was winding down, they were trying to sub on another player, another attacker to go get the three points and try to win the game. He was walking off, and Arsenal fans started to boo him. Mm. And he egged it on. He did like the cup to the ear, like, Ooh. and he told them in nuts in different terms to buzz off. Um, and he has he has not appeared for Arsenal since, and he was stripped of the captaincy. I think it was the right move. I also think you don't boo your own players, even though that, yes, he was the captain that was walking off the pitch when he probably should have been jogging to get subbed off quicker to save time. But uh, I think 
yeah, he doesn't deserve to be captain after that, and I'm curious to see if they sell him in January because you can't really come back from that. <laughs> Please keep asking Ashley to pronounce soccer players' names. Granit Xhaka. He's Swiss. Don't do that. That's X H A K A. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I said. Like I was like, there's got to be some kind of sound before the haka part of it, but I didn't know. It's okay. What Xhaka. it would be anyway. Um, <laughs> we did just give her. I like the, that. I like that question. The anyway. entire German. The entire German roster. Oh my team, gosh, like, that'd be <laughs> No. Yeah. No. I can. I. You know, I struggle a little bit pronouncing English last names. There's no way in <laughs> tough but fair. H asterisk C K that I could pronounce <laughs> any German names. Um, uh. All right. Let's see. Uh, Jared Taylor asked, Permian, does Permian have a shot tonight against Franklin? Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, the, the fact that they get them uh, at home, mm -hmm. I think is certainly, uh, they get them in the friendly confines. Yeah, they get them at Ratliff. So that's a long trip for Franklin. Now, Franklin's a good El Paso team. Mm -hmm. This is probably the third best team in El Paso. Yeah. Probably the third best team in El Paso. America's, Parkland, Americas. Uh, Parkland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're probably on par with like Canateo pound for pound. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this is dangerous. And and the thing about Permian, and I'll say it again, the talent's there. You mm -hmm. saw it last week against Lee. They were able to put it all together. When Permian's able to put it all together, they are a dangerous team, and they're able to beat darn near anybody. I mean, you want to talk about, they would play probably, I would say they'll probably run into Arlington Martin in the next round. I think Mar Martin will be favored over San Angelo Central. Yeah. Step said Franklin is beat up. In oh. All, all mm. cap. All cap. Well, there you go. Uh, that that's helpful too to know. Uh, yeah, I like Permian in this one. Computer likes Permian in this one. I like Permian in this one. Um, coming to Ratliff is a chore. That's a long trip, and I think that I think Permian's your favorite in this one. Uh, and then I think they can give Arlington Martin some trouble next week, uh, depending on where that game is. If they're smart, I think they flip for home and home. Now, because the thing is, on a neutral site, Martin's going to be the favorite, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say Martin beats San Angelo Central. Not a given, but let's just say Martin beats San Angelo Central. That game's in at Maverick. Yeah. They Let's say they beat them, and let's say Permian beats Ratliff. On a neutral site, Martin's your favorite. Mm -hmm. In Arlington, Martin's, Martin's your favorite. a considerable Bigger. favorite. Oh, yeah. At Ratliff? Make them a little uncomfortable? <laughs> I'd say Martin would be a slight favorite. Yeah, Martin Martin would still be a favorite, yeah. but it's like that yeah. shrinks that margin. Yeah. And I think I think maybe you flip for home and home for that. It's a thought. Yeah. And Bob Wager's a gambler. He'd be happy to, to roll with you. Jeff Ellison. <laughs> What's next, Ashley? Um up next, let's go with oh I just had it. Oh yeah, does uh, Nicholas Morton wants to know, does Shadow Creek have an Achilles heel? If so, mm. what is it? I think it's Richmond Foster. I mean, maybe. Like, I yeah. think I really think because, like, it, like going, I'm looking. Let me look at their past the past two years because they played three years and two years. Yeah. Uh, so this year was a close win. Let me see. So he said 24-17 this year, right? So uh, here's what you've got to do. Here's, in my opinion, what you've got to do. Is well, here's, the, here's the thing. Last year in the playoffs, 25-21 Shadow Creek, 35-34 Shadow Creek. Whatever that is, Foster knows it. The the Achilles heel is that. You can take away their passing game. Mm -hmm. Like Kyron Drones is a good quarterback, but if you go back to that game against against Foster, twelve for twenty six, hundred and sixty yards, two touchdowns, two picks, mm -hmm. right? And even go back to the way their offense is built. Go back to that state championship game against Highland Park. What did Highland Park do? They just they got they got to uh, Marion George. Got to get in their backfield and yeah. you got you got to bring them down. That is kind of an, if if there's an Achilles heel, it's that you can make them one dimensional offensively. Yeah, you can take away their passing game. 
Now, that said, that's a lot easier said than done because then you've got to slow down the running game, which, by the way, is a chore with Kyron Jones running the ball as well as Javion Bell and Kel- uh, Kelvin Brown. And you also gotta and you got to find a way to score. <laughs> you got to score on that defense. That's the thing. That's the biggest thing. The yeah. biggest, the biggest advantage is that they're going to have the better defense in every game they play this year. I'm trying to think of anybody on that side of the. Like party. I'd love to see yeah, Lone no. Star's defense go up against them. Yeah. But I think right now I take Shadow Creek's defense over Lone Star's defense. On that entire side of you know that bracket, yeah. that that side of the yeah. entire playoffs, region three, region four, by far the best for sure. Mm-hmm. So they they are not they're not invincible. I don't think Shadow Creek's invincible, but. They're strong. If there's a weakness, it's that you can make them one-dimensional offensively, and maybe you can keep this game in the 20s, and you can score. Tw- and you can win a game 28-21 or something like that. That's kind of like if if you were to talk about how you could see a path, it would be a t- it would be have it would be like a team like Frisco Lone Star mm-hmm. with a co- with a receiver who's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. Going up against this Shadow Creek defense, find enough plays, maybe score defensively, and make them one-dimensional offensively. That's the game plan. Nobody's ever done it in the regular season. <laughs> One team has ever done it in Thailand Park in the state championship game. Uh, it's not impossible, but it's a, t- it's a tight rope to walk. What's next, Ashley? All right, now it's your turn. Do you want to talk about QPR? Do you want me to? Sure. Did somebody ask? Yes. Who? It was uh, Jordan Glenn. He said, come on, Pickle, ask Tepper about... Uh, QPR, I want to see his whittle face light up. So. (laughs) (laughs) Which I almost did ask you about it right after I asked uh, Ish about Arsenal, but then you started making fun of me for my pronunciation. Darn it. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) That couldn't (laughs) have been better. Um, So QPR kind of spit the bit um, against. Uh, That's great. If you go back to basically the, the, like, the biggest problem they've had is that their last two games, they have two games they really should have won at home, and they drew 2-2 against Reading and Middlesbrough. That's dropped them to 10th. Now, look, they're 10th, but they are four points out of the playoff, right? They're still very much still in fun. it. Still fun. Still fun as hell. I believe they are still the highest scoring team in the, in the championship. They are. That's amazing. They're the highest or the <laughs> second highest scoring team in the championship. They've also given up the most goals in the championship. Yeah, that's they are a terrible defensive team and a wonderful offensive team. They are very Mike Leachish. Uh, big game this w- uh, big game today uh, at Fulham. That's a game they need to win. They need to they need to go on the road and that's a that's a that's a team ahead of them. That's a game you need to go win. Um, I'm excited about that. That might be on ESPN Plus. Actually, might be. Anyway, uh, go QPR. Come on, you ours. They get uh, they get. Uh, QPR, they get Fulham, and they come home to play Forest. So a couple of big, big games coming up here in Florida. You play number seven and number five in the championship. Thank you. What's next? Yeah. Um, Ruben Hernandez, San Diego or Jordington? Jordington. Uh, I like this Indians team. I think that's. I think that is a sleeper in three A Division One Region Four. Um, and I, I toyed with. Let me make sure I get this right. If this is the right bracket I'm thinking of. Um, yeah. I toyed with pushing them through to a to the regional final. Um, that that that's a region in three A division one region four that I don't think has a clear cut favorite. I know you took Vanderbilt's Industrial. Mm-hmm. I took George West. I think you could talk me into Jordanton. I think you could talk me into Hallettsville. I think you could talk me into Mathis. It's really wide open. Edna's playing really well right now. They got a good one over Palacios right last night. Uh, Marion's dangerous. I think there's a lot of teams that you could talk me into, and Jordanton's one of them. Now they got to get past San Diego, and San Diego's not a walkover. San Diego's pretty decent. 
Uh, but I would say Jurnton's your favorite, uh, especially if they get him at home. So that's that's a big key. I like Jurnton in this one. What's next, Ashley? Um, up next, let's go with um, 6A Division One. What is the best chance for an upset tonight? Um, I mean, we talked about Louisville and, and South Lake Carroll. Yeah. That's an option. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, games that would, that would qualify as upsets, right? Like, South Grand Prairie's not beating Duncanville. You know what I mean? Like that would be that would be a a, a throw everything up in the air. I think I, I think I mentioned something like that to step. It feels like something's gonna happen. I don't know what. Like I have no idea what. Not not in that game specifically, but I'm saying like in general, it feels like a year like a rock wall over round, woodlands a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's coming from. Do you want me to? Do you want me to get real weird? This Go is not it. gonna happen. I'm Go gonna be it. I'm gonna be extremely clear. Go for I'm it. I'm gonna be extremely clear. This is not gonna happen. <laughs> there's no way. In heck, that this is going to happen. Okay. Zero percent chance oh, this is going to happen. Oh, I, love, I see what you're doing. Zero percent chance that Saxy beats Allen tonight. Zero percent chance. No chance. No chance. No chance. I see. I see. I see what you're putting into the ether. <laughs> it would be a lot cooler. Here, there it is. is. <laughs> there is a no chance. No chance. I'm, just, I'm not on. No, I'm, not, I'm going on for different games. It's not. It's, it's not going to happen. It's at. It's at Eagle Stadium. They've never lost at Eagle Stadium. They're just, certainly not losing a playoff game to a team coached by Red Barons that has an outstanding running back in Sean Coleman that could keep the ball away from that. Uh, that the keep the ball away from that Allen offense. Here's mine. Certainly not. Here's mine. This will be my favorite thing to cut on Twitter if this happens. No way it happens. <laughs> no oh, Allen Twitter way. Will love this. Here's mine. Smithson Valley over Lake Travis. Ooh, this is I'm a wounded Lake Travis team. This is a wounded Lake Travis team. Smithson Valley's battle tested after going through that district like they do every year. I'm not saying. I can it, dig I'm, it. Not, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I can dig it. I can Watch dig that, it. Keep an eye on that score. I can dig it. What about Hitchcock and Vanderbilt? Uh, yeah, I know you're high on Vanderbilt Industrial. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hitchcock is a squad. Uh, that finished the year four and six. They're probably a little bit better than their record indicates. Uh, the biggest issue for Hitchcock has been that their offense has just come in fits and starts, and they haven't found that sort of that sort of grinding ability to to get consistent offense. Um, they're going to take on Vanderbilt Industrial. Vanderbilt Industrial is a considerable favorite. I like the Cobras in this one. I think there's like like I said that goes back to three A Division one Region four, which is just wide open. And wouldn't surprise me any number of teams come out of there. Um, and who won that last year? Who won Region 4 last year? Was it Yoakum? God. Was it, who won? I can probably look that up. You're listening to live coverage of me looking up the Yoakum 2018. Right. I've actually, I think I've got the, no, I don't have the playoff brackets on here anymore. Anyway. Somebody won that game. Uh, you know what? Maybe I do. <laughs> you on. know, that that is a fact, actually. Let Someone me find this. did win it. Who won Region 4 last year? Uh, Rob Hadaway said it's close to your nap time. <laughs> it really is. I'm getting there. Uh, region 4 was won by Yoakum. Yeah. Yoakum won Region 4, and then they lost. Remember, they lost to, to Grandview in the semifinal. Um, yeah, they lost Yoakum. Yoakum's big, I would say, considerable underdog tonight against Columbus. Um, so we could lose the regional champion. That's that just speaks to the wide open nature of it. Is that that's a region that's been dominated? It's kind of like you go up with Brock, right? Brock mm-hmm. up there in, in that same bracket, region one. They've dominated that region for years and years and years, but they've fallen back to earth. It feels like feels like it's a new an opportunity for a new team to get uh, get and win that win that region. I could see that in region four. What's next, Ashley? We got about five minutes, uh, about two minutes, ooh, Ooh. a couple minutes. It's almost nap time. 
for Pop Pop. All right. Um, so <laughs> random question. Has Tepper or Ish ever blocked or muted anyone on Twitter? Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you can mute. Mute is the I best yeah, feature the, ever. The mute's wonderful. Block gives them validation. Right. Because they see that they're blocked. Mute's just like, yeah, you can just keep talking Who to the ether. Who am I blocked man. on Twitter? Oh, yeah, I blocked a couple. Like if you've got if you've got a if you're like a if you come at me with like some serious like racist stuff or yeah. like stuff that's like way out of bounds like that I have no problem swatting on half court doing the Shay Serrano <laughs> block. Yeah, um, I don't mind doing that. But I'm a big muter. I'm a big fan of the mute. Oh, I've also blocked Clay Travis. I have no yeah I, Clay I, Travis. I have no use for Clay Travis. I don't want you retweeting him into my timeline. I have no use for him. He is uh, the worst. Basically, any affiliate of a certain college. Uh, sports um, site that's known for a lot of videos and I don't want to say their name but it's something, oh, that, it's something yeah. that you sit on at a bar oh got it yeah. at a pub yeah at a pub pub chair so pub yeah chair. pub chair pub I chair. basically don't care yeah. for anything they produce yeah. so what's next Ashley um, then let's do two more two more all right so this one probably comes from your picking all 352 oh God, games yes. <laughs> it said uh, christopher asked who's crazier me and you combined or matt step matt step matt step the answer is always yeah. matt step no he's the, he's the, the football robot because remember now, now in real life it's you guys but like as far as a niche thing matt step's crazy about high school football crazier than oh high school football. oh yeah no I as a person yeah. if you meet matt yeah. step and don't talk about football he's just kind of a nice guy yeah, you know? I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one thing for me is is do not forget that there are 352 playoff games this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, including there are 320 11 man games. Mm-hmm. There's 320 11 man games. Matt Step found the game times and locations for all of them. Like all we did was he make brackets. He, I think, and I, think I, ta- I, asked, I talked to him yesterday. He said he woke up at five or six. To he's start. a football sociopath. Yeah, and took like one break to go work out. Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> compare. Like even if if the two of us combined tried, it, no. it wouldn't compare. No. You got an ender for me? I do. Mies wants to know how you propose to Mrs. Tipper. Oh. Oh, look at that! Nice story. Hmm. I don't um, know this. I was. This was back in two thousand and we married in twelve, so thir- eleven. Um, and we were going to dinner in downtown Dallas, and I used my wife's ignorance of roads in Dallas against her. And I took her on this little path, and we w- or this little we made a U-turn. We drove through like a nice neighborhood where I scouted out a gazebo, because folks love gazebos. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she knew that I grew up in Dallas, and so I, I I told her. I said, you know, we walked over to the gazebo. And I said, you know, what's special about this place, and she said, no. And I said, well, nothing yet. And then I got down on a knee. Oh, right. Oh, that's a great one. Good job, Greg. <laughs> Greg, 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 no, Greg, no, Greg. No, okay. I did something romantic one time. <laughs> one time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how I did it. So. Uh, she said yes, and then she said yes a year later, which is probably the more like, yeah, I was about surprise. To say, yeah, that's she said yes again. She did, like because you really start she thought to about realize it. Like, marinated that point. in her mind. Right, exactly. <laughs> do I want to do that? That's the thing. You gotta like I gotta hold that together for one year. Yeah. Now she's locked and loaded. <laughs> I like to point at my ring and say, "Till one of us dies." <laughs> <laughs> you point at Hank and laugh again. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> "Ah, you did it." Um, anyway. That's the joy of married life. Oh, God. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Uh, oh, Monday. Oh. I'm out Monday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got to do. Uh, I've got to go to uh, to Austin for a meeting uh, on Monday. So I'm out. 
So buckle up. Are you going to do a show? I mean, I I can read everything. Are you going to do a show? Me too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about Ish is that Ish, I want to be extremely clear. Mm-hmm. Ish is very hardworking, mm-hmm. extremely hardworking. We, he would... Literally, you can't work here unless you like have extreme work ethic. Yeah. You have to be a crazy person to work here. Literally. <laughs> but Ish also knows when the opportunities come that he can be like, nah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do that. But he doesn't say no. He just goes like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stay tuned. We'll see if we have a Monday show. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TextFootball.com. TextFootball.com slash playoffs for all your Texas football playoff needs. For Ashley Pickle and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today. <laughs>